Hi, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Michael Yon, and this episode isn't called How Many Third Dimensional Aliens Exist in This Universe? Because that's a bit long. But it is a question that Kentarkas is well equipped to answer. So without further ado, how many aliens? Kentarkas, going back to our last uh, Beyond the Fourth Dimension, the episode Beyond the Fourth Dimension, one of the questions I asked you was how many fifth dimensional beings or races, I should say, exist within this universe. And you said one, which was the Nicarans, which uh, makes sense. I want to ask now, as it relates to beings like ourselves, we're in the third dimension, we're physical. Um, and there's been several other aliens that you've mentioned that are also physical, including say Kadi. And including, I guess, uh, the Nakarans the that are still physical as well, that they count as well. I was wondering if you could tally up and tell me how many in this universe races are still existing physically. Thirteen. Oh, wow. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. But you have to understand also that um, it also could be different dimensions, slightly different vibrations. And that's why... Um, cause if if we take if we take Earth right, let's let's use this as an example. Let's say that our third dimensional world, being a dimension, vibrates at let's say I don't know fifty nine thousand cycles per second. Now we might have another world that's similar, but it could be like say ten ten light years away from us. And it's vibrating at, let's say, 60, 67,000 cycles per second. If we went out into space and we still had our level of understanding, as I explained once before, we may miss not just the planet, but the actual beings on it. We may not even have any form of knowing that they exist. And sometimes if our level of understanding in consciousness is not vibrating at the same frequency to, say, another world, we could miss them just by passing them and don't even know they exist. It wouldn't even come up on a radar screen because we've created the radar screen to pick up certain vibrational frequencies. Sure. So have you, can you include, if you do include them, is it still 13 for this universe? Yes, 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 yeah, still 13. Wow. Yes, still 13. Wow. And the ones that I know about, I'll explain the ones that I know about, and that's only a few. First of all, you've got the Ilias, you've got the Nakarons, you've got the Doricans, you've got the Muhas, you've got the, Hem the Hemazines, you've got also the, uh, um, uh, the Kadi which I still haven't asked what their name of their race is. It's amazing that I haven't asked that. And it doesn't seem to be in my what is called data bank. So I'll have to actually ask. I said to you I was going to ask, so I will. So we're looking about, say, um, five or six that I that's, know of. That's six. You also know about the reptilians. And the reptilians, yeah. The reptilians, um, they're a very – all the ones that I mentioned prior the reptilians that you just said they're positive uh -huh. vibrational beings they don't go out to harm anyone um they don't cause wars or anything like that 
The only thing the Nicarons do is keep the peace. If there is, like, say, the reptilians suddenly decided to invade a world and they caused all sorts of havoc and um, killed many of the locals, the um, Nicarons would suddenly step in. Yes, they believe that. They will not let a race come and destroy a peaceful race of beings. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, and they will also um, give that race of beings the option Right? Just like I, now it's interesting we, we're talking about that because that's the same as um, Zyakit, the the, the um, Zerazines who who were coming to Earth to take over Earth. Remember that in Chapter 7? Yeah, which is another we could also call them. We also know them yeah. as the reptilians. That's you've got right. them in your book, yeah, the that's Dream right. Assassin. Yeah. Ex exactly. Well, it's funny how I put that in, right, because they're a very aggressive race. And the reptilians... Um, we call them reptilians because they do come from some form of a reptile. Well, humanity from Neanderthals, they actually come from um, gorillas and um, baboons and chimps. And they have been also genetically, um, let's say, mutated in a way with their cellular DNA. And it created the Asian race. And the aliens thought they were creating a very peaceful race, but they didn't they end up becoming um, quite um, aggressive. Very spiritual for a very long period of time, but they seem to lose that spirituality. And that was the greys, which is another physical group that are ne That's not right. necessarily on the physical side. Uh, sorry, on the positive side, are they? That's right. They, they seem to love manipulating um, energies to create other forms of life, but what they don't realise they're actually interfering with um, nature itself. You know, it's like humans want to bring back, um, you know, dinosaurs. There's so many scientists that are trying to bring back dinosaurs because they feel that they'll become famous. You know, they think the dinosaurs were great. What they don't realize is, um, as I stated, and I was only reading this the other night um, in my book because I review the book every so often. And how if we had, say, raptors and T-Rexes and other ones, T-Rexes eat up to 255 pounds of meat per day. Gosh. Well, 255 pounds of meat is a lot of meat. That's a big pile of meat. Yeah, it it would cost you to keep them going if you had them in a zoo. <laughs> that's right. But raptors breed like rabbits and it would be nearly impossible to try and keep that count down and in 10 years they would multiply oh look if they had say 100 raptors in say 10 or 20 years you could have say over a hundred thousand in more in fact be a lot more i mean humans today there are there are nearly or just over 7.8 billion humans on this earth. Did you know that? No. Yeah, 7.8 billion. Now, that's, that's a lot of humans. Now, I think 200 years ago or 250 years ago, there was less than half that. Wow. So we have it in 250 years. You've only got to Google it and find out. And I'm just amazed how, how many humans have come into life forms in that period of time. That's a lot. I mean, look at the um, Nicarons. They're about 40 billion 
but they're 27 million years old. Mm. Big difference, isn't there? Why? You know, do we breed like rabbits? You gotta ask yourself that question. Do we breed like rabbits, Michael? Yeah, yeah, do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I trust I trust that answers your question. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> oh yeah, how many aliens? How, how many? Um, that's yeah, right. I think we got that's to right. eight. We got to seven or eight then, I think. That's right. Yeah, yes. so there are a few more that um you're not really as connected with yet. No, no, I'm not, no. But I will be in time. In time. And I think I've stated before, um, every single being is actually on their own journey of learning and understanding and discovery or being awoken. And I always say to myself, I am awake consciously. And I've been very fortunate through my existence here on this planet to actually open up what is called the knowing. And it's a very big thing on the planet Nakaris. And they believe in it very much so. To become a fully balanced being, one must learn and progress through the knowing. And that's infinite knowledge. So the DNA that's passed down from an Akaron, wow, I, I'd, I'd feel really, I'd feel really um, honoured and lucky to have that DNA because the DNA will open you up to infinite knowledge. Mm. It's just there. And it took a very long time for that to occur, but it did. So every Nakaron that's born now has that knowledge already within them. We're here. Well, we're not, we're not really passing on brilliant DNA, I can assure you. We think we are, but we're not. If we, if we begin to be honest with ourselves and open our eyes and see what is occurring around the world, we would not let women being kidnapped all over the world every year by the hundreds, if not thousands, and put into prostitution and sold as slaves. And that's including children, even babies, for sacrifice. It's a pretty gruesome world if you go and look into the truth. But we don't want to look at the truth. You know, we don't want to look at the truth because that means we've got to become responsible. Yeah. Yes. Going back to how I had asked you about how many different alien races exist in this universe, you gave us an answer, but the answer w w was actually of... I think positive aliens, I think that's basically what you were expressing, uh, six or so of which were familiar to us, like I heard you speak about before. And um, I wanted to now ask you the same kind of question for this universe, how many races of aliens exist, but I'm talking any type of conscious level. Okay. One thing we have to fully comprehend about a universe, we're talking about this third dimensional universe, which is planet Earth within its own universe. And there might be like, say, I don't know, say, let's say a thousand planets in total in the entire universe that is third dimensional. 
31. There are 31 major different forms of life in this universe. There are over 3,000 other lower life forms without thought consciousness. Like uh, dinosaurs and such. Oh, not so much dinosaurs. Without no. thought consciousness, like not without, as conscious. With, that's right. Like a Neanderthal, maybe? Um, yes, there, there would be. Yes, yes, there would be. Yes. Now, that is not multidimensional worlds, by the way. Okay. Now, some of these other planets also have multidimensional worlds in their own vibration. Because planet Earth, even though it's within a universe still has its own form of vibration, still has its own form of a dimension within a dimension. And then we have all these multidimensional worlds within that. So to give you a count on that would be nearly impossible. Interesting. Yes. So for the, thir so for the 31 that you just mentioned that is can you say that again it's in it's in our third dimensional physical reality in this universe that is correct and this 31 different worlds that have intelligent life similar to our own right have you included in this the 13 that you mentioned earlier yes i have right ah thank you yes it's such an interesting thing to to know like because you know like oh the universe is big and as you say it's it's <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to put my head around how multi-dimensional, multi everything that it is, multi-layered and et cetera. But um, yeah, it's nice to know uh, 31. That's great. Do you remember what I mentioned to you about if you got, say, um, I don't know, let's say 10,000 large marbles and you actually glued them all together and you made a big circle? Uh-huh. Sphere. Well, that yeah, that would look like our entire universe, Right. So we have all these we have all these dimensions within these circles, and within those circles, we could have anything from ten planets to a thousand or ten thousand. Wow. And that gives you an idea how large our universe really is. And I could not even give you the exact answer to how many universes exist within the totality of the universe. The totality of this one universe? No, no. As this entire, yeah, this entire universe that is on the outside expanding continuously in a state of flux in every moment of every breath. There would be just, oh my God, there'd be millions of universes different in size, in intelligence it would be nearly impossible to actually give you an amount and i don't believe that a scientist will ever know how many no but what i will say in our universe there are also slightly different vibrations going on where we as a third dimensional species if we went to their world would not see them do you remember when we spoke about mars Yes. Yes. Similar in that same comprehension. Mm. Wow. Did we, we've already done a podcast that covered universes and realms and dimensions. Yes. 
I think because we've already covered that, I'm going to permit myself to ask you an interesting question. What the hell is with black holes? Oh, okay. The only reason a black hole exists is because some planet, wherever that planet may be, has imploded upon itself. And as a planet explodes, it also implodes back upon itself. And as it does that, it sucks in at tremendous speed. And if a... Like uh, gravity. Yeah, like gravity. And if a large ship got caught up in its gravity field, it would be ripped apart, totally ripped apart. Because the outer, let me see, centrifugal force would not be the same anymore as the centrifugal force inside. So the ship would be torn apart. And the only way a ship cannot be torn apart is probably the only ship that I know of is in a Acaron because they have traveled through black holes. I know that for a fact. So can you tell us about traveling through black holes now? Yeah. When you travel through a black hole, you are traveling sometimes over the speed of light. And that's, I think, about 300,000 um, kilometers per second. Something like that. I could, I could find out and give you the exact figure, but I'm pretty sure that's close to it. So you imagine how fast you are traveling. Now, if you don't have a gravity force field on the outside of your ship to meet the same centrifugal force that is on the inside of your ship in every single compartment, that ship would be torn apart or twisted and everything that it, that lives inside of it would perish or be slammed up against the wall to infinity, become liquid. And why would a why would uh, beings in a in a ship that could handle that want to travel through a black hole? Because when you travel through a black hole, you can enter other dimensions, other worlds, other vibrations, other universes, other universes, especially. Wow. So they know, they know where they're going, what's going on. And you have to, and you have to pick your time. You have to pick your time when you're about to go in because you have to realize the debris can be so huge that it can be dangerous to any ship if it slams into you or you slam into it. The beauty about a Nakaron ship, they're built out of living energy manifested into solid matter and they are alive and they heal very quickly but the energy field that surrounds it is made and created from living energy so it is the strongest energy in the entire universe so nothing can harm it and that's the difference Wow. And so this is a common thing for some beings and ships to do. It's like, oh, we're going to catch a wave. We're going to go through the black hole at about this time because we want to get to this other universe and travel around there. No, 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 no. no. Because most ships don't have the same, how would you say, technology as the Nakarons. The Nakarons have been around for 27 uh, million years. And even from the very early stages of building um, spaceships, they knew and understood 
the atom and all things that were created and they create and they came up with the formula of living energy and that living energy is within everything doesn't matter what form it takes it doesn't matter how it vibrates at a different speed it is still living energy and they learned how to utilize that energy in a loving and a good way not a negative way wow and there's only one race that they've actually shared that with and i've explained that to you and that was the Ilias. i can't wait and so it's going to be controversial kind of when we speak about the Ilias because it'll reshape a lot of people's understanding of what's happened here on earth based on the Ilias. that'll be great especially about the pyramids oh you said it the pyramids Yes. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a great uh, episode. Everybody believes the. I'll just say that one thing: everybody believes the pyramids are about between seven and ten thousand years old, and they believe the pyramids were created by the Egyptians, and that is so far from the truth. The Egyptians found the pyramids about seven thousand years ago, and they utilized them. Ah, uh, wow. Right? And they even put all their um, hieroglyphics all over it. So how old were they then? A little over 26,000 years ago. Yeah. When the, when the Ilias first came to planet Earth. And they did come, and they did come not just to um, teach a philosophy, but they also came here for the minerals. Oh, yeah, in a peaceful way, though. In a Totally in a peaceful way. Yes, Absolutely. They're not, they're not an aggressive race at all. There have been some very aggressive races upon planet Earth, and there have been so-called gods who have claimed that status, just like the, um, um, there was one with the, uh, um, the Egyptians, right? And right. he was an alien. Yeah, yeah, he was an alien. But he wasn't of a very nice nature. <laughs> he, um, he abused... Um, his privileges, unfortunately. Does that mean possibly that you would have included his race in the 31? Yes. Yeah. And what yes. about like, uh, what is it? Do you, do you know Zeus? You heard of Zeus? Oh, I think everybody's heard of Zeus. Yeah, he's classed as a god. He was a very tall um, um, being, probably stood about 12 foot tall. Um, what's his name? Um, Yarkas Cardas, my father. He's about 12 foot tall too as an energy, you know, and uh, um, there there are races that are very tall, Michael, in different uh, far distant galaxies, yes. Actually, maybe we should take this opportunity to mention that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, when we spoke about giants on Earth, obviously the giants were very tall, though they weren't as evolved or as conscious. Those giants that you were speaking about that were being manipulated here were cyclopses, as in one eyes? That is correct. Yeah. They were brought here by an alien race because they were, how would you say, um, lesser, lesser beings in their thinking. They weren't actually intelligent. If you look at what intelligence is, and uh, they were looked as uh, feeble-minded and that type of thing, even though they were a part of the same race on a certain planet. But they were brought here to work but also to help in battle, which they did. And then they were placed on a on an island to die off because they didn't like water. They couldn't stand water. The salt in the water. Yes, 
they couldn't stand the salt. It softened their skin for some reason. And also they would um, just, they'd just freak out and probably drown. And so these are, these giants with one eye in the center of their face, they, they came from a planet that there were actually more intelligent giants that did have two eyes. Yes. Ah, yes. good. I'm glad yes. I got that right. Absolutely. Yeah. This concludes the episode, How Many Aliens? If you're interested in hearing more about aliens, and maybe you haven't heard all our previous episodes, there are several with uh, reference to different aliens. And most notable, I think, recently is Spirit Travel Part 1. Definitely, if you haven't heard that yet, go there for some more information on aliens. If you have any questions or queries or suggestions for us with this podcast, please email kentakis at gmail.com. And if you'd like to know more about Kentakis, simply go to his website, which is etcconsciousness.com. Thanks for listening. My name is Michael Yon, and stay tuned for more.